It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. Swings it out to Sadiq Bay. Gets Benny B in the corner. To Abdul Rahman at midcourt. Extra pass. And it goes for the win. The three-pointer by Jordan Poole. Here's the give. Walker. Danny Walker. Touchdown. Smarty. Goff's got it. Back. Looks. Throws. Ends up. Yes. Caught. Touchdown to Craig Lyons. They did it. Armand Ross. They brought the receiving end. Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here. A grand slam from Miguel Cabrera. He's got two goals. Parkin in on goal. Scores! His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. <laughs> Welcome in to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Brian Elsie checking in here. Anthony Bellinos, he's getting connected right now. So, uh, big weekend coming up. Michigan, Michigan State, Saturday night. Now, Anthony wants to talk about that here coming up. Will this trend continue? Right, there's a little teaser. There's a fun stat. So, if you're a Michigan fan, you may want to listen to it or... Maybe you don't want the trend to continue because you want major changes in your basketball program. And then uh, I'm sitting here watching ESPN and Caitlin Clark against Michigan last night. She she made history. She passed Kelsey Plum for the women's all-time scoring record in college. She just needed eight points in the first quarter to uh, pass Kelsey Plum. She got 23 in the first quarter, and she ended up dropping uh, almost a 50-burger, 49 points in the 106-89 win for Iowa over Michigan. So, Caitlin Clark is a new uh, scoring leader for for women in all time in college. So, congrats to Caitlin Clark. And one thing that's been impressive about just women's college basketball in general the last few years uh, you can see the the explosion, the growth of women's basketball here, like the last five years. And I think this is just the beginning for women's basketball of their growth. Um, I don't think we're even close to the peak that women's basketball, I think, can get to. It's not saying it's going to get to men's or NBA level, but it's, I think it's just at its infancy of where it can grow. Because I still think you kind of peek at the college game for women's basketball, and there's a huge disparity between the top teams and just kind of everyone else. It's a lot better than it was 
15 years ago where it seemed like if you weren't a top three team, you had no chance of, you know, coming within like 20 points of that team. But now it's gotten a little better now, but I think it's getting to a better place. So congrats to Caitlin Clark on uh, setting that record. And, you know, someone like her, that's helping. You know, teams like LSU last, you know, couple years with Angel Reese, you had South Carolina, you know, it's not just a, it's Tennessee and Connecticut. Like it was, you know, 10 years ago or so. So a lot of, a lot of growth that has come to the women's game here. Anthony is uh, connecting here in just a second. You'll see him on screen. Right there he is. He's on screen now. But uh, as for the Red Wings, moving on from women's basketball, Red Wings, they fall to Vancouver 4-1 to one with uh, some verbal warnings before the game. Good morning, Anthony. Can you hear me? Nope, he can't hear me yet. So I will just keep going on. Uh, it's tough for the Wings. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you saw the verbal warnings that the NHL sent out about Jake Wallman doing the gritty and then saying breaking unwritten rules of hockey. You know, the worst thing in all sports, unwritten rules, because they're so important that we didn't write them down in the rule book. You know, Ryan, I think you're spot on there. Good morning, by the way. Thank you. Um why Why did the NHL have to tell everybody, like, hey, just in case, like, you know, we know that you celebrated after your game-winning goal the other day, but don't do that. Like, when did that become a thing? I don't know. I think it stemmed, honestly, from I think Ottawa, Toronto, and the slap shot empty netter to where the Ottawa player got hurt by the the Toronto guy. I think it was more they didn't want that situation to arise again. So the Red Wings and Canucks caught strays from it. I think it was more of like, hey, you guys are, are okay, but we don't want it to go to this. So I think it was more of, you know, Wings and Canucks catching strays and really like, you know, you guys didn't do anything that bad. They did. So we want to make sure you don't. You know, it's like and if, whoever gets caught second, you know, gets in more trouble. So I think the Red Wings and Canucks are going to get in more trouble if something happened, like it happened with Ottawa and Toronto. What I don't understand is that, you know, it's such an a, like it's, it's post-game at that point, right? Post-celebration that you're going to track somebody down and cross-check him to the head. Like, why was it a five-game suspension? Why not give them 20 and just change the complexion of the entire team? Be like, look, if you're going to do this, like, this is what it's going to cost you. Yeah, and it was completely different for the Wings because, the well, and it was a penalty shot in overtime. So everyone is off the ice. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like, oh, it's an empty netter. You know, everyone's just you know, kind of hanging out, skating around. Like, it was over. Like, who cares what happens after a penalty shot, a shootout? Like, like nothing's going to happen. In, in hockey, you don't, you know, teams don't shake hands on the ice after the game unless it's the end of a playoff series. 
Yeah, I mean, even shaking hands after a game is overrated. Uh, you know, for for me, you know, it's I, I've I've never oh, yeah, really your uh, coach like slapping people after every game. That happened one time, one time, and don't touch me, and then I don't have to slap you, right? Uh, don't you, touch me during a handshake, you know. You, you touch me during the handshake, I might have to give you, you know, what five fingers. No, and, no skin on skin contact during handshake. That's just way too inappropriate. Definitely not. You know, when Wisconsin was there, I watched that afterwards when they came to play Michigan, um, you know, just to see what the handshake line uh, was was like, and if I was correct, if I was correct, the uh, strength coach just kind of hung out on the bench and got got things together and went you know took his stuff to the locker room but he did not participate in any of the activities if if it's all the same person which I believe that it was um that's that's where that's where it was at when Michigan played Wisconsin not that long ago so uh we shall uh I just I you know at the end of the at the end of the playoff series okay uh regular season games like I don't I don't need to I don't need to have it me personally, it, it just doesn't, it's not doing anything for me, you know, but that's just me. Right. I, honestly, I don't care. Like, I don't mind the football way either, where it's just kind of like, say hi to the people you want to. If not, you can get the hell out of here. Yes. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm okay with that too. Right. Like for hockey, if you're on the ice, you want to go say hi to someone that's on the ice and you're on there sure if not like and hockey's different anyway you're kind of already force funneled into the locker room mm-hmm. yeah with your bench being right there you can just turn around and 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 walk right out uh we'll step aside when we return michigan and michigan state hit the hardwood tomorrow night we'll talk about it next year x's and bros michigan sports network Save big on fuel with them perks. Earn points on your Meyer purchases in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save up to $1 off per gallon of gas at Meyer. Claim your M-Perks fuel rewards in the Meyer app and ID at the pump to save. Plus, earn points for qualifying Meyer Express purchases and look for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. 10 cents to $1 off per gallon based on points earned. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Koepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. 
You're listening to Michigan Statewide Morning Show, X's and Bros, right here on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Ben Glaze, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you for joining us. No matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. Um, you can text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000 sports radio to 21000. By your Supercenter guest line, 866-838-4843-866-838-4843. That's 866-838-HUGE. All right, so we got a big one coming up uh, tomorrow night. Unfortunately, it is going to be late as hell. 8 o'clock tip-off. Over on Fox, the Michigan Wolverines will host the Michigan State Spartans. And Michigan coming into this game, uh, a dismal 8-17 and overall, 3-11 and in conference play. Uh, Michigan State 16-9 and on the year, 8-6 and uh, in conference play. And Michigan State trying to build a little bit of, uh, little bit of momentum to where the Spartans have. Uh, they've got some positives that they can build on. Winners in four of their last five. That lone loss being on the road to a good Minnesota team. I don't want to take anything away uh, from what Ben Johnson has done uh, in the job there for the Golden Gophers because Minnesota right now is only half a game back of Michigan State. Game and a half, pardon me. Game and a half back of Michigan State in the uh, in the Big Ten Conference standings. So a road game here at Michigan uh, to carry on. And honestly, I, I said winners in four of their last five. If you want to go back a little deeper, uh, seven of their last ten. Like that's a that's a pretty good it's a pretty good number here uh, for Michigan State with only six games remaining in the regular season. Now this road trip to Michigan, they've already seen each other once. That one was at the Breslin, and it wasn't particularly close. Uh, Michigan State won by 19 points, and that 20 point blow was 81 to 62. Uh, Michigan, on the other hand, we have talked uh, pretty much at length about their struggles. Uh, they are I, I don't really know. The good news is Doug McDaniel will be there, so that's a positive. They, too, have six games remaining uh, in conference play and in this regular season. They can't get over fast enough. And as Michigan State is 4-1 and one in their last five, Michigan is 1-4 in their last five. And what's really kind of bothersome uh, for me is just the way that, you know, sure, you could say, well, yeah, it's a lack of execution. Well, yeah, sure. That's absolutely part of it, uh, a lack of execution. Uh, but the the problem here is that here, there are some uh, the defensive letdowns that we've talked about that I don't actually believe are Jawan's fault. Like, there's no way some of the things that happen on a on a regular basis. You can watch it, uh, watch it. You know this this weekend if you if you watch the game on Saturday, you'll see uh, what I'm talking about. There will be. Just some catastrophic meltdowns. We're like, how in the world, how does that happen? Now, Michigan is, is in some danger here, folks. They're in some danger. The worst season that they have had, the worst season since they have had since 1990 was actually John Beeline's first year. Back in 2007, 2008, they were 22 and 13 the year prior to they went 10 and 22 in Beeline's first year after, you know, parting ways with Tommy Amaker. And then they lost in the second round of the tournament, went 21 and 14, and then it's all, 
it's all tournaments and sunshine and rainbows from there outside of 2014-2015. They won 10 games that year in Beeline's first year. Brian Ellerby's last year before Tommy Amaker took over in the 2000-2001 season, they were 10-18. and 18. They have not won single-digit games in a season since the 1981-82 year. If Michigan cannot win 10 or more games, so you, th- you got six games left, you got to win two of them. It would be just the third time since 81-82 that they've been held under 10 wins. And the first time, pardon me, it would be the second time since 81-82 that they've been held under 10 wins. If they can get to 10, that's the third time uh, that that has happened since 1980. And if they go to single-digit wins, it's the first time it's happened since 81-82. Uh, that to me is kind of glaring right there. Like I kind of feel like that's something that, um, you know, as far as bad as the season has been, it's something that you know you should you should kind of realize the historical relevance here of how rough this has been. And if you want to take it back even further, since 1963, we can go back to the uh, the 63-64 year, right? Because that gives us a a real solid, I mean, we're talking about the 60s now. That gives us a very, very solid data point of the historical relevance of how bad this team has been. But if you want to take it back to 1964, and I'm good with that because it gives us an even whole number that we can work with. We're talking about 60 years. It's a lot of years, folks. It's a lot of years. And it would be the third time for single-digit wins in 60 years that this has happened in Michigan basketball. I don't know if it will happen. you got to win two. I just don't know. If, if, if you can't win on the road, you got three left on the road. Your home games are Michigan State, number two, Purdue, and Nebraska ball at the end of the year. Maybe you feel good about Nebraska ball. Minnesota gave Purdue all they could handle last night. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Purdue ended up sliding out in uh, and winning that game 84-76. But, I mean, Minnesota was getting after it last night. And Purdue's been good. Purdue has been good. But for Michigan and Michigan State, what does the what does this rivalry game mean to you? Would you prefer, if you were a Michigan State fan, that Michigan be better at this point of the year? Would that be something that would be... Would it Would it be more... Because here's the thing. Like, Michigan versus Michigan State football this past year. We knew with everything that was happening, barring a catastrophic meltdown from Michigan, that that game was going to be a, a three-and-a-half-hour walk in the park. Like, we we knew that, Right. And it wasn't as fun, right? When Michigan State and Kenneth Walker beat Michigan, I have to imagine there is a little bit more uh, gratification. It's a little bit more gratifying if you're a Michigan State fan because of the expectation and eventually where Michigan ended up at the end of that year, right? This year, does it feel... 
I don't know. Does it feel good? Like you beat him by 20 the first go around. And, and historically in this rivalry, whatever happens in the first game at home, uh, the other team will come back and uh, do the same when they're at home. I just don't see, I don't honestly foresee that happening. Uh, I don't want to write it off as a loss because it is a, you know, it's, they still got to roll it out there. You still have to go play. Anything can happen. Couple lucky bounces. You make some shots. You feel good about life. But for me, I think I've seen enough to say that I don't foresee that really happening. I really don't. Uh, I don't foresee, you know, Malik Hall coming off a career game. They're just starting to hit their stride uh, where I think Michigan State fans, you know, can grand scheme, big picture, look at this thing and say, okay, all right, we've got some, we've got some positives brewing here. Things are, things are looking good. It's not all doom and gloom. The sky is not falling. Uh, you know, we're get get geared up and ready to go for the Big Ten tournament. You're fighting for seeding, so you have a lot to play for here in a rivalry game. Uh, you are tied with Northwestern right now in that in that shuffle. You're both eight and six. You get a win tomorrow night. You bump up to nine and six. You hop Northwestern, and right now in the four seed in the Big Ten tournament, feeling really good about the buys. So I I think that if you are a you know, if you're a, if you're a Michigan State fan, I wouldn't really say you have much to worry about. Uh, and let me know Monday, right? That'll be our homework assignment. Everybody, watch uh, Big Ten Shooty Hoops tomorrow night. Give me a full evaluation of how you think I did my job, and then we'll talk about if it was gratifying or not uh, Monday morning. We'll step aside. Back with more X's and Bros after this Michigan Sports Network. Imagine this: winning big at Soaring Eagle. The food district is now open. There's something for everyone. From Bubba Coo's Burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Lovin' Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new Food District. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerkPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here. AB's doing a heck of a job, and I'm ready to drop some huge opinions about what he's talking about later today at 3 on the Michigan Sports Network. You're listening to Michigan Statewide Morning Show, X's and Bros, right here on the Michigan Sports Network.
Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports and Network. Great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And of course, we encourage you to join the program at any time. Text the keyword sports radio, send that to 21,000. Sports radio to 21000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 866 838 4843. That's 866 838 4843. The refund process has began uh, for the fans that were left out at uh, the Waste Management Open there in Phoenix. So you've got that going on. The Genesis is underway, and the Genesis is getting the best of everybody right now. Uh, Tiger Woods cited back spasm. They, the only thing I can't, the only thing that's bothered me about Tiger Woods throughout the course of his career is every time that there's a bad shot, there's like an injury like to it. Oh, I had back spasms. Like, oh, okay. All right. You, you shanked it. Like, it is what it is. And he said it, too. He's like, no, I, I shanked it. Like, that, that happened. That absolutely happened. And one of us. Right, Rory McIlroy took a couple uh, couple of digs out of the sand before he three-putted. He was mad. Scotty Scheffler three-putted for a par and uh, threw his ball into the bushes. Like, I mean, the it, it, it was really getting the best of those guys. Uh, one over for Tiger Woods, carding a 72 in his return. Uh, so that's where he finds himself right now in the in the Genesis. But that course seems to be getting the getting the best of people. All right, uh, Ryan did Ryan did add this. Uh, from an entertainment standpoint, yeah, it's awesome when both teams are great, but selfishly, Michigan can continue to free fall. Wow. Harsh words there. Let's get to Dale from Muskegon. Wants to talk a little Michigan shooty hoops. Good morning, Dale. How are you, my friend? Hey, good morning, man. I've been plowing since 5 a.m. yesterday. I slept in my truck twice for maybe 45 minutes. Been listening to sports radio the whole time, 96.1 the game. So anyways, Michigan basketball, don't you think, and I believe for me, I'm a little selfish. We just won a national championship in football. Like now we got to be good at basketball. We kind of want it all. It's kind of our nature to want everything. Like can't we just be happy that Michigan just won the national championship, celebrate that, and, and let that carry us over? You know, our pride is so bad. We Now we got to be – I mean, well, Dale, I think that honestly, like what you're saying is the reason that the the uh, the the barbarians are not already at the gates. I, I honestly believe that um, if if Michigan hadn't won, if there would have been some sort of like a poor football season and attention would have shifted to basketball earlier. But most Michigan fans, now that they won the uh, won the national championship in football, they honestly could not care less. They they really just they they, they are right there, and that's why. You know, we we talk about it here because it's happening. But outside of that, like I haven't really heard. It's not like it's a it's a it's a very big topic in um you know in other in other realms. But I do think that there is uh, interest for it. I do believe uh, that it is uh, something that we should be uh, you know discussing and covering because you know at one there was one point where I really thought that you know in Michigan was it was the epicenter of of college basketball. And no, they don't have to be both great. There's, I, I understand what right. you're saying there. Uh, that's fine. But they de- definitely can't be dead last in the conference, especially when you're paying the head coach what you're paying them. I'm with you 100%. So let's go back and think, who is the last college football and college basketball team 
too. I know there's a few that were competitive in both, and, and one made it better, but did Florida, is that the last one who won it both at the same, like, one football, then one basketball, and the same, is there anybody in between, or was it not Florida? There was a few teams that were really good, won natties, and then almost NCAA championships, too. Do you know any, the last one to do that? Uh, I can I can try to. Uh, Florida won the basketball championship in 2006 and 2007 and uh, the national title in football in 2006. Uh, so you, were they you, the last team? Yeah. Uh, that, that, yeah, that was, that was the last, uh, that was the last team to be able to do both. That was pretty, That's pretty special. And, and I'm a Michigan fan. Like I am sad that we're losing. I'm, I, you know, I, but I am celebrating our victory still. Uh, I, you know, I, it does always bug me out. I am a sports nut. Like I love everything. I watched the waste management um, tournament. I went last year to the Rocket Mortgage, Rocket Mortgage in Detroit. Um, that was awesome. That was so much fun, man. Uh, I think that it's been uh, probably two years coming now. I've been trying to get you guys out on the golf course, so this is going to be the year we link up. And it sounds like we're gonna. I'm going to try to get you to your sponsor, Tully Moore, for St. Nice, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I think that uh, I think I think Tully Moore. Uh, we all we got to do is is host an outing there. That's all we got to do. I've already talked to the huge yeah, one about this. I'm like, we got to, we got to, yeah. we got to host something for the. We got to do it for the listeners. Yeah, I listen, man. If you guys do something, to, I really don't even care. Are you guys are based out of where, Detroit or? So we're we're in the, we're in three separate locations. Ryan, Ben, and I are in three different locations. Ben's over on your side. Ryan and I are in different cities yeah, over I've, on the east side. Yeah, I've met Ben with Zane before. Oh, yeah, yep. Yeah, Zane yeah, did our voiceover yeah, work. Yeah, 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 I love Zane, Ben. I do, I do a little bit on his podcast like once a week, and I met Ben through him on the old radio show years ago when they were doing a, a radio show. on. It was a sports radio station, but they were doing regular radio, so after I'd listen to sports all night, they would come on, and I would just keep on, because they were funny, you know? Just keep on, keep it on, man. We we love that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, man, listen, I love you guys. I won't hold you hostage. I appreciate you guys being there for us in the morning. Love the love the show. I really, really want to get out and play some golf with you guys, man. Oh, I man, I can't wait to go out there and hit some bombs, Dale. Hey, I played last week. I shot 44-45. Yep, at Oak Ridge Golf Course here in Muskegon, it was walking only. It was 50 and 54. I played nine one day and nine the next. I shot 44 the first day, but and my 44 wasn't a 44 because I took a mulligan, which I don't usually do, but it was winter golf. We were kind of playing around a little bit, so I did take a mulligan. Then the next day, I shot a 45 with no mulligan, no nothing, just... You know, winter rules, of course. That feels uh, that's got to feel pretty good. Your your first round out, your your uh, swings usually it's purest, right? You might not score very well, uh, but you know yeah. you do feel pretty good because you're not over swinging. You're just out there to play. You're not too worried about the card, and you actually end up hitting some good golf shots. I, well, I bought a new driver and a new three wood this year, man. I don't not know what happened. My swing speed is 100 to 103. My ball speed's like 138 to 142. And I used to hit the ball 240 to 250 with a little bit of slice. Now, all of a sudden, my ball's going straight up in the air. My ball speed and swing speed are still the same. And I'm only getting 200 yards. So it's all spin, the simulator. When I go to the simulator... It's all spin and launch angle. So I bought a new driver. It was horrendous. 
uh, I actually kept it straighter, but it didn't go nowhere. I got the new King Cobra, which is like offset. It looks like somebody put the club head on wrong. That's how offset <laughs> this thing is. <laughs> when you look down next to a normal driver, it seriously looks like somebody made a mistake with this thing. But I kept the ball straighter, but I got no distance. And I just can't sacrifice. That was, that's what happened with my 44-45. I used to get... You know, if I couldn't put on and do because it'd be a little errant, I'd be chipping for eagle. Now I'm chipping for birdie, have to make the putt for par. I'm leaving, you know, I used to leave driver nine iron and driver wedge in. Now I'm leaving driver seven, driver six on par fours. And I just can't do that. I need to get back to my swing. It's obviously over the top. I know what I'm doing. I'm sure I'm boring all your non-golfers listeners, but you get it. You're a golfer. You understand the struggles, right? I I understand this. That's the beauty of the game, Dale. That's the beauty yeah, of the game. Uh, how much fun! You know, I two years ago I played six of the top ten. I played uh, what is that? Gray walls in the UP last year. Yeah, Marquette. Oh my gosh, beautiful! But last year, so two years ago I played six of the top ten in Michigan, and then last year we played eight of the top ten under a hundred dollars to try to change up some of the nicest courses. Pilgrim's Run, uh, you know, stuff like that. I played American Dunes twice, three times, because it's, you know, it's kitty corner from my house. So, still played some really, really nice, expensive ones, but kind of took a little break. My goal this year is to play something out of the state in the top ten of the United States. Uh, last, two years ago, I played TPC at Myrtle Beach. Man, it looks like it's a different thing. It's a different thing when you're playing a tour course like that. The bunkers look like somebody took a razor knife and cut the sand with an exacto razor knife. You know, you know. instead of bunkers look a little trashy, it was just, there's not a leave on the course. The only way you lose a ball is if you hit it in the water. If you hit it in the woods, it don't matter. Well, you could take the ferry across Lake Michigan, can't you? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. What about, uh, what's what's Whistling Straits? Is is Whistling Straits public in Wisconsin? It is, it is public, and I already checked into it. you got to do it, stay and play, so it's going to be super expensive. Oh. I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, and same with, like, uh, Pinehurst down in North Carolina. They got, what, 12 courses? Only two of them do you have to do play and stay. All the rest of them, you can walk on. Yeah, so I think it's, it's uh, n- number two and number eight, I believe, at Pinehurst. Two, are the... two and nine, maybe, whatever it is. But the rest of them, you can walk on. But, listen... I work, I work nonstop. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I don't smoke cigarettes. I'm a family man. My wife understands. All I do is golf for fun. I don't do nothing else, you know? So if I want to spend $2,000 on a golf weekend once a year, she's okay with it. Well, that's yeah, good. I'm yeah, glad you have, I'm glad you have her blessing. Plus, you're good for the economy, yeah, Dale. Look at it that way. You're good for business. Yeah. yeah. And I played both of your sponsors, Tony Moore and St. Eyes. I played both of those uh, two years ago. Beautiful courses, man. Absolutely gorgeous. Love they are. They are. Tully Moore. The people were, the people were amazing. The, the like customer service. Everybody was amazing. It was a great place. And if you guys do something there, just know me and my little crew, we're in. As a matter of fact, I'll let you know, wherever you do it, we don't care. We played in Detroit last year. Twice we played. Oh, my goodness. I can't remember the name right now, but they were. One of them was like the top course over in Detroit, top public course. It was beautiful, man. Beautiful. And then we played, I forget the other one, but they were both amazing and a good time, man. 
Well, trust me, if, if we oh, do something, we will uh, we will promote that heavily so that everybody knows how to get in. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. I'll, I'll be there for sure. Well, it was good catching up with you. Thanks for giving me so much time today, man. Hey, Dale, it. we love you, partner. Thank you. You know I love you guys too, man. Tell Ben I said hi. All right, be good. There goes Dale. Bye. Dale is ready to ready to get the sticks out. He's ready to join the tour. I love that. Uh, I would per- Matt on Facebook said, I would prefer MSU badly beat Michigan. I know Izzo has said many times that a rivalry isn't a rivalry unless both teams are good. I don't think that's really true. Go read the MGO blog after the 49-0 beatdown in football. Many, many comments about wanting more points, and there was a relish in the embarrassment. That's just how this rivalry is. That comes from Matt on Facebook. So uh, Matt says, yeah, burn them. Give them all you got for 40 minutes. Hang 100 on them. Uh, Howard has to go. He's not a good coach for Michigan. All his teams have done is underachieve, minus when he had B-lines players. Can't coach defense at all. It was more about uh, jet shooting 30 times a game and not passing. Don't blame Hunter for leaving. He wasn't going to win anything at Michigan. They're getting worse every year. He has to go. That's from Ranger Dave. Uh, well, look, Ranger Dave, I mean, that's that's the that's the criticism. That is the indictment, if you will, uh, on where Michigan basketball is at right now. Uh, I don't blame Hunter for leaving. He he saw the writing was was on the wall. He knew it was. He knew it was. And so for, you know, for me to be, you know, in this position now after so many good years uh, with the program and just to see uh, where it's like, you know, you should have been able to continue to build on that momentum. You know, I just feel like we, uh, we missed out and we just, uh, we just missed out on a really good opportunity to capitalize and keep that momentum going, but uh, gotten a little bit of a stalemate. And then you had, you know, guys, you know, like Caleb Houston who left after one year, uh, Kobe Bufkin left after two, a jet left after one. And I don't tell you, you know, I'm not mad at jet Howard. Uh, I don't know if he was, you know, he should have been a spot up shooter versus a dominant, uh, a ball dominant player. In my opinion, that's what I would have done with him. Cause he could shoot it. Uh, the, but you know, have him, you know, really specialize that in his freshman year. Don't ask him to do too much, but have to ask him to commit on the defensive and rebounding side. And uh, it's just, it's amazing how quickly things can go South as for the Michigan State fan that's upset over the football score and wants blood, I get that too, man. I understand. I really do. You know, it did feel good when Michigan beat Ohio State. It kind of felt like, yeah, like let's get those just like football chants going out here, huh? Like let's get it, let's get it rolling a little bit. Let's get people excited. Let's do this. And that to me uh, was uh, was was fun to see, right? And to have the I don't know that uh, that kind of feeling like there there is a, a certain level of dominance. Although I don't know what the equivalent of forty nine to nothing is in basketball. Uh, I don't know if there is an equivalent, but if there was, it's probably like you know eighty five to forty. I guess maybe that would be somewhat of an equivalent. Well, kind of like what Illinois just did to uh, just did to Michigan. Yeah, you beat them by thirty or forty points. I think that's that's probably it's not. It's not the same, but it's getting closer to maybe you feel uh, a little bit a little bit better, and you already have a 19 point win uh, against Michigan. So uh, rivalry weekend, I was hoping was going to be you know very special this year, and that we were going to have a really big matchup that was going to matter uh, for the landscape of college basketball, not just for Big Ten seeding, but for 
NCAA seeding purposes, and I just don't foresee that happening. I just don't see it. Like it's a, uh, it's, a it's it's an unfortunate reality of you know kind of kind of where we are uh, where where we're at, and it's just uh, it's too bad. All right, I had this segment saved for uh, NBA All Star Weekend, but we could we could shift that around a little bit. We can get to the uh, the league as a whole at the break. We'll get you caught up with what is going on. Uh, as far as the, um, the the skills competition and the dunk contest, the three-point shootout, uh, are you going to partake in any of the all-star game festivities? Right? Are you going to are you going to hop in and uh, you know watch? We've got uh, we've got two games tonight: the celebrity game and the rising stars game. Cle- Canton Charge, Cleveland Charge, whatever they are now. Uh, Imani Bates uh, on a two-way deal with the Cleveland Cavaliers. He has been uh, he got the election to go to the Rising Stars game. Uh, so the uh, former Eastern Michigan Eagle will be participating in that tonight. I think that that might be worth uh, flipping on the old television to take a uh, to take a gander at after a tough Red Wings loss. We'll get into that as they were on the road in Vancouver. A lot of red jerseys in those stands last night, though. Uh, for the uh, for the wings, that was a that was a tough game against the uh, against the old Canucks there. And then um, you know we did get a couple of a uh, couple of nice emails after our uh, discussion yesterday, uh, which took place in regards to uh, the Kansas City shooting. I'll, I'll get to some of those. And Corey Woods will join us live on the uh, on the Pistons where we're at at the break. What he thought of the moves uh, that were made and uh, beef stew behind bars. That's kind of fun. It's just uh, that's really more or less for the alliteration. He's not actually behind bars. Uh, he is um, he is he is free. <laughs> he is free. Uh, so we will uh, we will get into all things Detroit basketball coming up with Corey Woods at uh, at eight thirty five uh, this morning. But you know, so far, a lot of Michigan Michigan State hoops action there. Still want to know where your uh, the equivalent is when MSU beat Michigan in two thousand one fourteen to sixty three. 114 to 63 is that uh is that the equivalent right there that's pretty close it's pretty close i just don't know if there is an equivalent i guess is my point we'll step aside back with more x's and bros hour number two is next here on the michigan sports network we played for the thrill that rush you feel with the game on the line i'm herman moore lions all pro wide receiver now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is the managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's 
and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals on Fresh from Meyer family pack chicken drumsticks for 99 cents per pound and blackberries for 99 cents. Plus, I can save even more with M-Perks when I shop in-store, online, and with every qualifying prescription filled at the Meyer Pharmacy. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Good morning, everyone. It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. How are you? How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's a good morning. Wake up to a brand new day. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Vietnam! Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Welcome back here. X's and Bros, Michigan Sports and Network. Great to have you ride along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. It's an absolute pleasure to have you ride along with us. Text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000 sports radio to 21000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 866-838-4843. 866-838-4843. That's 866-838-HUGE. We're on Twitter. XP Mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And of course, good morning to your television audience as well on BCSN and streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports Network at a.com. And that's find our website. XP Mornings at gmail.com is our fan feedback email inbox. And you can find us all individually on Twitter. Ryan Elke is at Ryan L underscore key. Ben Glaze is at the Ben Glaze. And I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. What's going on in the world of sports? We'll try to get you all caught up with all the happenings. We'll do so right now in the headlines. Big news. I have a little news flash. Let's check the headlines. No, it's real news for once. The biggest stories of the local, regional, and national news. This is huge news. Tiger Woods, the 72, making his first start of the season for the PGA Tour. This is great. Just dropped his new Sunday Red collection as well. Had some back spasms, apparently. Had a 134 on the front. Then had bogeys on two of the first three holes on the back. Picked up another bogey on the par four 15th uh, before the uh, shank there uh, at 18. And uh, Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. Patrick Cantley is your leader in the clubhouse at seven under play through one round 
at the Genesis. Fairleigh Dickinson's men's basketball team got stuck in the elevator. That's not good. Uh, They had a game against Long Island University. Last night, it was delayed about 17 minutes because they were stuck in an elevator at the uh, Steinberg Wellness Center in Brooklyn while going from the court to the locker room before tip-off. Ugh, that sounds uncomfortable. Uh, Alabama's Kalen DeBoer has promoted two assistants from Nick Saban's staff, so congratulations to uh, Freddie Roach and Robert Gillespie. DeBoer announced on yesterday, or pardon me, on Wednesday, that Roach, the Crimson Tide's defensive line coach, will serve as the associate head coach, and Gillespie will remain as a running backs coach with an added title of assistant head coach. That's a lot of assistant head coaches there. LSU running back Trey Holly is facing a charge of attempted second-degree murder. The freshman tailback turned himself in to Union Parish Sheriff's Office uh, yesterday and faces charges on attempted second-degree murder. That's one of three felony charges he is facing tied to a shooting last week in Farmerville, Louisiana. Sheriff Dusty Gates of the Union Parish Sheriff's Office in Farmersville told ESPN in a phone interview yesterday, Holly turned himself in around noon is being held on $512,000 bond. Holly's arrest Thursday is one of three arrests tied to a February 9th shooting per Gates in which two people were shot. Gates told uh, the network that both of the shooting victims are expected to live. Holly is also facing charges of aggravated criminal damage to property and illegal use of a weapon. He's been suspended indefinitely from LSU uh, for all football activities and the campus as well. Hmm. I, I mean, I would, ima- I would imagine. He had 110 yards on 11 carries uh, last season. The Red Wings were on the road last night against Vancouver. More on this coming up. They fell uh, 4-1. to one. That is very unfortunate. Danilo Gallinari, the former Detroit Piston for a couple weeks, uh, signed, uh, agrees to sign with the Milwaukee Bucks uh, for the rest of the season. So we'll see what he can give them. Clay Thompson came off the bench for the first time since his rookie year and then scored 35 points in the victory 140 to 137 was your final score on the road in utah last night thompson off the bench since march 11th uh it says thompson was a reserve Whoa. hmm getting in the rotation see how that works out pretty interesting there uh rookie guard brandon Podinsky was uh in the starting lineup finished with 13 points eight assists six rebounds you could do two things. You could pout and you can go out there and respond. He became the sixth Golden State player to surpass 15,000 points. I thought he did the latter very well. He's talked about this at length. It's got to be tough for him. A player coming off of a knee and an ACL injury that just hasn't been the same since. Uh, the poor guy has just, uh, look, he's had a great career. A great career. He's 34 years old. He's still averaging 17 points a game. They just make it a big deal because he's coming off the bench and not starting. Uh, they made a big deal that they they pulled him off the floor in the at the end of a game, and they asked him about it. And he he talked about like you know basically being there and kind of seeing his own sort of uh, mortality, his sports mortality, right there in front of him, and that's got to be difficult as a uh, as a competitor at that level. Uh, the Bears released veteran safety Eddie Jackson and guard Cody Whitehair. So a couple of moves there made by uh, Chicago. The Seahawks are going to let quarterback Geno Smith collect twelve point seven million dollars. Right, that's who he's at. Twelve million, twelve point seven million on his contract, set to become fully guaranteed today. Was informed yesterday that he will remain on Seattle's roster throughout the week. Smith Smith's contract calls for a twelve point seven million dollar base salary for next season to become fully guaranteed Friday, provided he's still on the roster. That money was guaranteed for injury only at the time Smith signed his three year seventy five million dollar deal uh, last March. 
Police say that the shooting at the Chiefs parade appears to stem from a dispute. The mass shooting that left one person dead and now a count of 22 people injured at the Super Bowl celebration appears to have been a dispute among several people. Uh, The total number of victories, 23, including Lisa Lopez Galvin, who was uh, killed at the shooting. The 22 people injured in the shooting range between the ages of 8 and 47 years old, and that half of the injured were under the age of 16. An adult who was detained has been released from custody, according to a spokesperson. That leaves two juveniles detained. Hmm. The two juveniles are currently being held in custody while we work with a juvenile prosecutor to review investigative findings and determine applicable charges. Investigators are calling for witnesses, people with cell phone footage, and the victims uh, of the violence to call a dedicated hotline. Pretty interesting. Um, So you have three people in custody. One of them you've let go. Police said that the, uh, what unfolded, here's, here's, I don't know. Witnesses describe confusion as gunshots began. Some said it sounded like fireworks. That's usually what people say. Um, Social media videos. Uh, police running through Wednesday's crowded scene, people scrambling all over the place. Uh, we need uh, we need a little bit more information until we can comment further. But I, two juveniles that are that have access to firearms like that's uh, it's nothing new. It's nothing new. Um, their lives are, are I, I mean, allegedly, I'll wait till we find out more information. I am very interested to see how this is covered because it, I mean, where where is this at? Where is this at? Uh, you know, I I would expect I, I expected to see more. I'm not gonna lie, I expected to see more from ESPN on this. And so I'll wait. We'll we'll reconvene next week, probably about this this time next week. Reconvene on that story and see where we uh, where we stand at. Because I'm very interested in the coverage of this event. And I think that you should be, uh, you know, your eyes should be open and, and you should be paying attention to this too. You should absolutely be paying attention to this. All facets of it. Uh, there was uh, there was another school shooting that um, took place in Tennessee a while back where I'm still waiting some details from that. If you remember that one. And yeah, just uh, pay attention to it. That's all I'm saying. Pay attention to it. Pay attention to how how it's covered. All right, we're going to step aside. When we return, we're going to jump into the uh, to the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, Freddie's got a lot of thoughts, lot of thoughts. Um, but yeah, I am. Uh, well, I'll try to get. I'll try to get to all of them and more here on X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Save big on fuel with them perks. Earn points on your Meyer purchases in store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save up to $1 off per gallon of gas at Meyer. Claim your M perks fuel rewards in the Meyer app and ID at the pump to save. Plus, earn points for qualifying Meyer Express purchases and look for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. 10 cents to $1 off per gallon based on points earned. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. 
Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning, and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. The Freddie the Pizza Man Foundation is dedicated to providing support to families and Michigan schools touched by autism. We invite you to join us in supporting these families and schools by making a donation at freddythepizzaman.com. With your donation, you can help provide essential resources that can make a real impact. Visit freddythepizzaman.com to make a donation and to learn more about the foundation's mission. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Together, we can make a difference. This is X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you ride along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening. Appreciate you making us a part of your day each and every weekday morning. A uh, lot of lot of messages here from from Freddie. Uh, he wants to know, uh, no wonder why we have not heard from Jalen Rose like when Howard was hired and all the titles and recruited. He proclaimed that would happen, that Beeline could not get. I understand now. So I just, uh, I mean, I see Jalen regularly. I'm just wondering where you would where you would hear from Jalen. My question, he hasn't been on TV talking Howard or Beeline since he was hired. And so my question was, where would he be on television? All I'm saying is he found the camera when Howard... Where is he going to be on TV at, though? A lot has changed since 2019. Uh, ESPN just uh, is in the works of a $1.3 billion per year rights deal with the college football playoff. Uh, They pay Stephen A. what they pay him, which I think is an exorbitant amount of money. Uh, But they do that, and then they work him on every show all day long, uh, including the nights and weekends for the NBA coverage. Like, they... You know, they got rid of a lot. They they dumped a lot of salary. And Jalen and Jacoby was that that was one of those. Uh they they moved on. They moved on. That's why, you know, that for some reason they still have Kendrick Perkins. It's nothing against Perk. I just you know, whatever. Not the uh not maybe the biggest fan of old Kendrick there. Uh but yeah, I mean he's not gonna be I mean, I I just I, I'm gonna try I'll try to get him on the radio to talk about it, but um, you know, I don't know. I don't know where you know where he would be at on TV to discuss such things since you know he and he and Jacoby and so many others were let go. Question: Love Derek Lalone his personality, but any chance he's a stepping stone coach? No, not even going. No, not even going that direction. Not even going that direction. Uh, no, no, I don't. Uh, we're not gonna. We're, we are in the second wild card position. 
We are not going to fire the coach on a Friday on the 16th day of February when this team is finally starting to get competitive. Uh, we're not, we're not going to, I mean, we wanted to do the same thing with Dan Campbell when he lost a couple of games. Uh, we're not, we're not going to fire the coach. We, you know, Alex Lyon has been great this year. He was not expected to be the number one goaltender. He has stepped up and done his job. There's probably 10 to 14 teams, maybe in the league that have a clear cut. This is a number one guy, not only for this year, but for years to come. Goaltending is a very tough position. It's a spot we got to sure up. Uh, they are still going to have to add some, but they are exponentially better than where they have been in the past years. And uh, I, the Blashill experiment didn't work, but he didn't have very good ingredients anyways. Uh, Stevie Y is fixing this thing slowly but surely. It is a uh, it is a process that is netting real results. I know people wanted you know they wanted him gone too, but uh, we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna let go of Jeff Blashill. We're not going to do that. Or Jeff Blashill. We're not going to let go of Derek Lalone and go get somebody else. John Cooper. If I were John Cooper, I'd never leave Tampa Bay. Why would you ever leave Tampa Bay? Like, it, you know, pick up and move your family. Like, I, I don't know. Not me. I don't, I don't foresee that happening. I would say no. I would disagree with that. Uh, the Detroit Red Wings, who did lose uh, last night, however, that's unfortunate. Uh, four to one against the Vancouver Canucks, and as we talked about yesterday, a very difficult stretch of games here uh, for the club. And they went down early, two nothing in the first period. Uh, they were able to uh, strike in the second, but that was matched by Vancouver, unfortunately. And the Canucks now won their third uh, straight victory. Elias Lindholm scored tw- scored twice. Thatcher Demko made twenty seven saves for the Canucks, and that's why they they are the best team uh, in the league. In 37, 12, and 6, they have 80 points and a six-point lead over Florida, Boston, Dallas, uh, Florida, who has now overtaken the Boston Bruins in the Atlantic Division with 74 points tied there with Boston. Tampa Bay has 65, Toronto 64, Detroit with 60. Uh, Vancouver has 80 points. Next closest in their division is Vegas with 68 and Edmonton with 63. And that's why, you know, this this was such a, you know, this is such a pivotal stretch as the uh, the Wings will get Calgary coming up uh, tomorrow. And you have this, you know, a stretch against teams that are either you know, a couple points better than you or uh, right about where you are at in the Wings all of a sudden now are one and three in their last four. Uh, and you know they come out of the All Star break. They were three and one going into the break. They hit the break. They come out lose eight to four uh, to the Oilers, four to one to the Canucks. You know that's that's our that's our magic number, right? Go back to some of their some of their wins. Not Senators loss. I wish I could have that back because that one felt terrible. Well, let's go back to some of their wins prior to the All Star break. Three nothing against the Flyers, a shutout. Oh my God, five to two against the Golden Knights. You lose three to two against the Senators. In five to four against the Stars, you beat the Lightning two to one, lost four two to the Hurricanes, beat the Panthers three to two, beat the Maple Leafs three to two, beat the Kings five to three, beat the Ducks three to two. What, what's the what's the common denominator here? Opponent goals three or less, three or less. That's 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 what it comes down to for me uh, when I watch this team. Like that is what 
you know, if the opponent's scoring four goals, you're asking a lot of the offense, an offense that has been at the top of the league for the entire year. But you just, uh, you know, JT Comfer, he was the lone goal scorer for the Red Wings last night, picking up his 12th of the year. Patrick Kane and Christian Fitcher were in on the assists, and the regular season series was split. Wings obviously winning, um, you know, six days ago, four to three prior to the break. And then coming out of that, uh, they lose tonight four to one. And, uh, a little difficult, a little, little challenging there. A little challenging. Tough pill to, uh, to swallow. But that's what, I mean, we, we need to keep. Uh, you know, we can't expect our offense to, to score four goals every night. So we got to keep the opponent goal scored. We got to keep that down. Uh, down to the best of our ability. And we have to. And that my magic number is three. We've won a lot of games where we've held teams to three or less goals. You know, it's very rare... You know, we have a couple of instances, a 7-6 shootout victory, a 5-4 overtime victory, a 6-4 win, a 5-4 overtime victory. Like, it's very rare that we're able to do do that. So, for me, and Vancouver was coming out of the break, not prior to the break, pardon me. So, uh, you're 1-2 in a 4-3 overtime game against Vancouver. You go on this road trip. You've got Calgary and Seattle before you're able to return home uh, next uh, next week on Thursday and Saturday for Colorado and St. Louis, but uh, for me, it's it's giving up the goals. That's that's what it is. I was only oh, able to stay up for the first period last night. That's all I had. That's all the juice that I had. I couldn't uh, I couldn't make it any longer. Hey, by the uh, and by the way, we're gonna we're gonna get into the uh, NBA uh, All Star break that is uh, that is coming up and begins tonight with all the. All the festivities, but as for the uh, as for the wings, uh, power play, you know, missed some opportunities uh, last night on the power play, and you know, it's just it's one of those games. I mean, Vancouver is the number one team in the league for a reason. They didn't get that way by by not being any good all season. I can tell you that much. Uh, so you want to be able to uh, to make some hay. You want to be able to come out of this road trip if you can win these next two. You feel pretty good going two and two in a four game stretch. I think that's uh, that, that's a pretty good number before you come home. And uh, by the way, the game against Seattle that's on the road, that'll be nationally televised on ESPN. And then the game next Saturday against St. Louis will actually be on ABC at a 12 noon puck drop. So that'll be uh, that'll be a lot of fun uh, to get some national television coverage uh, for the Red Wings, which I mean, let's face it, when the Red Wings are good, that's good for hockey. Uh, but they what they have to do right now is you got to stop this bleeding and pick up a win. You don't let uh, you know, it's OK you go three and one over a four game stretch. That's fantastic. They were nine, two and two in the month of January. Spoke with Coach Alone. Uh, what was that last week? And you know he talked about like that just does not happen in our league. He was very happy with the way that his guys played. It was a very good month of January uh, for this club, and they got to just they, don't let two a two game slide turn into a four game slide. Right, break this up. Come out with incredible energy on Saturday against Calgary. And then, you know, to handle business against Seattle, and then you can walk away with this road trip going two and two, feeling pretty good about yourself, getting some points. We'll step aside when we return. NBA All-Star Weekend is upon us. We'll talk about it, get you the schedule and all the updates and everything that's going on next here on the Michigan Sports Network. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the sharp-dressed simple man tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Are 
the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Leonard Skinner and CZ Tom. From the August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Can't call in? Text us using the keyword sports radio and send it to 21000 or tweet us at XB Mornings. Now, back to X's and Bros with Anthony Bellino here on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you ride along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening. We'll touch base with Corey Woods coming up at 835 to discuss uh, what's going on with the Pistons at the break. Corey will join us from uh, from M Live. Man, um, I did you see that infographic by the way that popped out with all the uh, private flights, the private jets departing Las Vegas after the Super Bowl? I also saw uh, this coming out from the New York Post. I thought this was pretty interesting. Eighty percent of Americans test positive for a chemical found in Cheerios, Quaker Oats. It may cause infertility and delayed puberty, according to a study. <gasps> no, you don't say. The country that uh, has GMOs in all of its food. Really? Imagine that. Hmm. So, well, I mean, at least it's on the New York Post, though. I mean, at least people can start to uh, start to pay attention to that. Shout out to uh, my, my motherland in Italy. They are the first country to ban synthetic meat. So lab-grown meat will not be a thing in Italy. Congratulations to them. Common sense. Not always that common anymore. All right. uh, It's NBA All-Star Weekend. We had games last night, but boom, we're getting right back into the mix of things. Three games last night with Memphis beating Milwaukee 113 to 110. Golden State beating Utah. How about the game Clay Thompson had there? 140 to 137, your final. And Minnesota stomped Portland 128 to 91. And now everybody will uh, will fly around and try to get to Indy as quickly as possible to get to the field house. And we're returning to the traditional East-West format for 22 or for the 23-24 All-Star Game. More round of applause. Yes! The 73rd NBA All-Star Game finally putting our thinking caps on in doing it the way that it is supposed to be done. That All-Star Draft was a sham. Um, you know, just friends picking friends. The whole thing was just, that was a mess. Uh, an absolute mess. So the way this is going to uh, start out, we will have All-Star uh, Friday night, which will include our rising stars game and celebrity game. So that's what's going to take place. We'll get uh, Imani Bates will represent the Eastern Michigan Eagles and get some action. The celebrity game is at 7 p.m. over on ESPN. The rising stars game is at 9 o'clock tonight. 
over on TNT. Plus the Basketball Hall of Fame news conference that will be held on NBA TV at 5.30 and Rising Stars practice at 12 noon. Both of those events over on NBA TV. So pretty... uh, yeah, you know, it's you know kind of uh, kind of the usual. I don't know why uh, they played games the night before the All Star break, especially if you want guys to take the All Star game seriously, which they're not going to. So it just kind of is what it is. Um, I'm not really too too worried about that. Uh, tomorrow's events will include uh, NBA All Star practice on NBA TV at 2 p.m. The HBCU Classic between Winston Salem State and Virginia Union over on ESPN two. At 7 o'clock, the uh, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver's uh, press conference on NBA TV, and then we'll move over to TNT for the NBA All-Star Saturday night uh, festivities. And then Sunday, you'll get the G League Up Next game. Uh, that is at one thirty on NBA TV, and then at 8.30, the NBA All-Star game on TNT. I don't know about this G League Up Next game. I don't, whatever. Um, I, don't, I don't foresee too many G Leaguers being up next. That's just uh, that's just me. Uh, four seven-player teams compete in the Rising Stars mini tournament. Uh, the mini tournament consists of four teams in three games: twenty-one NBA players, rookies and sophomores; seven NBA G Leaguers. NBA players are drafted onto the three seven-player teams. The G League players comprise uh, the fourth team. You'll have uh, the honorary head coaches, WNBA legend Tamika Catchings, and NBA Laker. Honoree, what do we say that? Ring of Honor, Jersey in the Rafters, Pau Gasol, Jalen Rose, Detlef Shrimp, all those guys uh, will be uh, will be in there as well uh, on the different staffs. Uh, Catchings, Gasol, and Rose drafted their teams. Detlef got to uh, gets to coach the G League players, and the games are, to, are going to be played to a final target score of forty in the semifinals and twenty five in the finals. Um, of of note. Wemby is on Team Powell with uh, Brandon Miller, the Charlotte Hornets. On Team Tamika, you have Paolo Boncaro, Jaden Ivey, Jalen Duran, Keegan Murray, Scoot Henderson. There, that's my pick. Uh, Team Jalen has Chet Holmgren, uh, Ben Math out of the Indiana Pacers, ben, Benedict Matherin, Shaden Sharp from the Blazers, Derek Lively from the Mavs, and then the G-Leaguers. You'll get the G-Leaguers out there as well. Ron Holland is the one that will not be playing, and that is where Imani Bates uh, will get the nod uh, for Ron Holland. Uh, the I'm not going to go into the the other game like that doesn't the celebrity game doesn't matter to me. But if you were interested in any of that, uh, in the front court for the Eastern Conference, you have Giannis, Joel Embiid, and Jason Tatum. Those are your starters, your guards, Tyrese Halliburton and Damian Lillard. Uh, that's a pretty interesting group there. On the West, you'll get uh, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, alongside SGA and Luka Doncic in the backcourt. The reserves for the Eastern Conference, Donovan Mitchell of the Cavs, Tyrese Maxey of the Sixers, Julius Randle of the Knicks, Jalen Brunson of the Knicks, Jalen Brown of the Celtics, Paolo Boncaro of the Magic, and Bam Adebayo of the Miami Heat. So that's kind of cool. And on the West side, uh, you'll get Devin Booker of the Phoenix Suns, Steph Curry of the Warriors, Anthony Davis of the Lakers, Anthony Edwards of the T-Wolves, Paul George of the Clippers, along with Kawhi Leonard, and then Carl Anthony Towns of the Minnesota Timberwolves. For All-Star Saturday night, the 2024 AT&T Slam Dunk participants, Jaime Jaquez Jr., Jacob Toppin, 
Mac McClung and Jalen Brown. So, okay, Jalen Brown is in it. That's a, that's a positive to get Mac McClung uh, in here out of the G League. That's Just give me guys that want to participate. Give me guys that want to do it. I don't care if you got you got to find somebody off the street that can jam it. That would be kind of cool, too. Uh, but for the big-name guys that can really throw it down that don't want to participate, uh, they should be banned from the All-Star game. The three-point contest is going to consist of Malik Beasley, Damian Lillard, Jalen Brunson, Laurie Markkinen, Tyrese Halliburton, Donovan Mitchell, Trey Young, and Carl Anthony Towns. So congratulations to our 2024 Starry three-point contest participants. And then the Kia NBA Skills Challenge, the team top picks, Paolo Boncaro, Anthony Edwards, Victor Wenbinyama. You'll have team all-stars, Tyrese Maxey, Trey Young, and Scotty Barnes. And then out of team Pacers, because the Pacers get to put together their own team, Benedict Matherin, Miles Turner, and of course, Tyrese Halliburton. So that's kind of the, the home, the resident, if you will, the host city sort of showcase. Now, what I don't want to do is have everybody all up in arms Monday morning about that was the worst basketball game I've ever seen. I don't know. It is an exhibition game with a lot of concerts and uh, fog machines, laser lights. We have a light-up floor. We have an LED floor that allegedly has similar bounce to hardwood. That I, Who knows? If this works and the players like it, and it doesn't get too uh, slippery. I don't know how they're going to do it. It's an it's like a five-inch glass. I, I have no idea. Don't ask me. I didn't engineer the thing. All I know is that the floor will literally, instead of putting those big stickers on the floor, like the three-point, and for the three-point contest, or, or like X marks the spot, the skills challenge, dribble here, pass there, it's literally going to light up with directions. So whatever company is putting this together... Godspeed. I hope it works and we don't have any technical issues. I mean, you know, we're on air for 260 days out of the year. We have technical issues, I would say, 10% of the time. But we're doing, we got a three-way thing going on here. You know, we're going north to south and, you know, northeast to west. You know, we got the triangle of, of technology here just on our show. I hope the LED floor doesn't have an issue. Uh, but it is supposed, it looks kind of cool. It's better than those god-awful in-season tournament courts. I can tell you that was atrocious. Like, why do we do that? Here's an idea. I'll just throw this out there. If you're going to keep the in-season tournament and you like it, and we all forgot who even won that, it was the Lakers. And then we all forgot what the repercussions of that are. I don't remember what they are either, so don't, don't be mad at me for not knowing. But those courts were atrocious. Why not have every team go parquet? Uh, like every like, there's nothing better than the Boston Garden, right? And you got that in the Boston Garden to take out Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, and the Celtics. Right? Give me that floor. That floor is, I mean, if you've ever looked at a hardwood floor and said, "Man, that is sexy," that's what the parquet floor is in 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 the garden. I would just go that route. Everybody's got to have it. That would be really cool. We'd all know what was going on, and then you could put the little uh, whatever trophy that is in-season tournament cup, the NBA cup or whatever, you could put that thing like in the center of the floor with the team logo or something or stagger it and put it on for the television broadcast, the lower right and the upper left on either side of the front court and be done. Just put the 
NBA in-season tournament logo there. It's kind of cool. We can do a lot with technology. You know, we do, we see it all the time in hockey with the uh, the television dashers are different than the actual uh, boards themselves when you get to the arena, right? We see different ads, and that's why you'll be looking at an ad for, I don't know, let's say the huge show when you're watching on TV, but then they, they cut to that camera. You know, we get the TV angle, you get the huge show on the dashers, right? All the way around. And then when they cut to that camera that's like lower in the corner, you could see in the background of the boards, it says X's and bros. It's like, how does that happen? Because television has, uh, those cameras are set up differently to show uh, the digital advertisements on the dashers. This LED floor, who knows? With the direction that the NBA is going right now, which I don't understand why this is necessary, but apparently it is. You know, we've got the... You know, the little patch advertisements on all the jerseys that look atrocious. Uh, we've got the advertisements on the warm-ups. We, we're, we're going in the direction of, you know, European hockey or the Fort Wayne Comets in the ECHL. If you've ever seen the Fort Wayne Comets, Google that real quick. ECHL team in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And it looks like, you know, their marketing department barfed on the ice. I mean, it's just advertisements everywhere. It looks atrocious atrocious it looks terrible like at what point are we like you know what hey look we've made enough we're covering our expenses like i don't think we need to like do all this crazy stuff like we have our on ice advertisements already now we've got the digital on the back of the uh the back of the boards behind the goaltenders we've got different digital board dashers on tv that are overlaid so it's just it's just absolute chaos I know there's like unlimited inventory, but not all of it needs to be sold. All right. Come on now. Uh, so NBA All-Star Weekend, we got the LED courts. I don't want to hear any complaints. Let's just enjoy it for what it is. You tune in, you watch the slam dunk contest. Maybe you'll see something fun. Maybe it'll be a drag. Either way, we could talk about it. Uh, the three-point contest. A lot of good shooters in that. Should be a lot of fun. I've never really been high in the skills competition because it just doesn't really feel like it really translates. You know, passing a ball into some sort of like device, whatever that thing is that they roll out there in the court that's got like the big circle in it with the net. Like it just the whole thing is, you know, whatever. It's better than what the Pro Bowl has to offer. At least these are basketball related events like dribble here, pass there, shoot there. Okay, I can get that. Uh, We'll also have the head to head three point matchup between Steph Curry and Sabrina Inescu. That's fine. Whatever. It doesn't move the needle for me. I don't really care. Um, you know, just participate in the regular three-point contest. and But I, I get it. The NBA is dumping a ton of money into that product. They need that product to get some eyeballs. So please, you know, go go watch it and so they can charge more. That's what it is. They're just trying to, you got to break even. Got to break even. Eventually, it'll be self-sustaining at some point, or it won't. I don't really know. Uh, but they put a ton of money into it. So, you know, it's a good opportunity for Sabrina to, uh, to showcase and represent the WNBA. And uh, I've heard and Steph can have uh, a little bit of fun uh, back and forth. And if, you know, whoever wins, wins. I don't. There you go. Um, I'm sure you'll see a uh, I'm sure you'll see a plethora of stuff thrown at the wall on social media after that one. And then the game itself. The game itself is a glorified YMCA pickup game between some of the best players in the world. No, nobody is out there trying to defend. Nobody wants to get hurt. They throw some alley-oops. They dunk it. Here's a concert. Here's some fog. Here's some laser lights, LED court. That's all it is. That's all it is. So don't 
you know, expect it to be anything that it's a not supposed to be, right? Just just let it be an open gym for the pros. They can sell tickets. It's on TV. If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. If you do want to watch it, then watch it. I don't. That's a really about all. You, know, you have LeBron James making history with his twentieth All Star selection. Nobody's played more basketball than that guy. The LED court. You know, were there some snubs? You know, Indy promoting All Star Weekend with a basketball court in the airport. Uh, the Clippers are going to host the 2026 All-Star Game in their new Intuit Dome. Cool. And those are some of the uh, other All-Star headlines. You had Team LeBron versus Team Giannis last year. It was 184 to 175. That's what it was. Uh, typically East and West. You know, In 2003, we had the 155 to 145 double overtime game. Kevin Garnett was the uh, MVP. You know, It's always like 130 or above. It's fine. I have I have no issue with it whatsoever. It's not going to be competitive. Uh, it really, you know, hasn't been. You know, there have been some years in the past. If you want to go back to the seventies, if you want to go back to the eighties, you know, there's still 10, 11, 20 point games. You know, one year in nineteen ninety two, the West beat the East one fifty three to one thirteen, a forty point shellacking in the All Star game. That is awful. So, you just enjoy it for what it is. You have a good time. There's nothing else on television. What else are you going to be watching Sunday night? That's it. Piece of cake. Easy peasy lemon squeeze. All right. Got some uh, got some messages here. Uh, okay. Got some messages here. And uh, uh, Alavila deserves a big apology. And we'll get it when they win this year. Oh, yeah. His manager, too. I can't wait until he shoves it in all your bleeps that know nothing about baseball. Don't forget to discuss Michigan player that went to Ohio State. Don't gloss over that. Sorry. No more text while you're working. Italy and Europe get it. They can ban all the crap and foods. Wow. That's that's intense. That is intense. There's, there's so much going on there. So much going on there. I don't even know where to start. I mean, we're still going. We're still talking about Alavila. We're still going there. Again. Uh, outside linebacker Joey Velasquez entered the transfer portal in December. He's going to Ohio State. He's going to walk on to the Buckeyes after five years with Michigan. He's a Columbus native. He had seven tackles and a fumble recovery in his time at Michigan. Did not see the field at all last year. Like I, It's not glossing over it. It's just not relevant. The only reason that it, that it might be relevant is because it is a Michigan guy who is going to go play an extra year at Ohio State. They can have him. Like I don't, I don't care. Charles Woodson's from Fremont, Ohio. Desmond Howard's from Ohio. Bo Schembechler coached at Ohio State. Like, it's all. It's always way more about the fans than the actual reality of the situation. It's just like the guys were talking about the Senior Bowl, the Michigan Ohio State guys. They they hung out, they talked, they was, everything was fine. It's it's always more about the chaotic fan that's just irrational about it. So yeah, Joey Velasquez, big move there, Freddie. Big move. We'll step aside. More X's and Bros after this Michigan Sports Network. There's a new player in town. Hi, I'm Herman Moore, Lions All Pro 
wide receiver. And I'm talking about Eagle Casino and Sports, the real money mobile casino. It's so easy to play. You can go from wager to winner to wallet, just like that. Sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to $1,500. Or you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com at MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24 7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals on Fresh from Meyer family pack chicken drumsticks for 99 cents per pound. And blackberries for 99 cents. Plus, I can save even more with M-Perks when I shop in-store, online, and with every qualifying prescription filled at the Meyer Pharmacy. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros.
Rise and shine, folks. Welcome back here, exes and bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Ben Glaze, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you for joining us. No matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And of course, we encourage you. Join the program at any time. You can text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000 Sports Radio to 21000. Meyer Supercenter Guest Line 866 838 4843. 866 838 4843. 866 838 Huge. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And of course, good morning to our television audience as well on BCSN and streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports Network. Add a dot com to that to find our website. XB Mornings at gmail.com is our fan feedback email inbox. And you can find us all individually on Twitter. Ben Glaze is at the Ben Glaze, Ryan Elke is at Ryan L underscore key, and I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. All right, what's going on in the world of sports? We'll try to get you all caught up with all the happenings. We'll do so right now in the headlines. Big news. I have a little news flash. Let's check the headlines. No, it's real news for once. The biggest stories of the local, regional, and national news. This is huge news. Caitlin Clark has set the all-time women's scoring record for the NCAA in Division One. She said that uh, you all knew I was going to shoot a logo three for the record. She now has 3,569 career points, 49 of them against the Michigan Wolverines. Number four, Iowa's game against Michigan. She needed eight points to break the mark. Previously set by Washington's Kelsey Plum. And Clark did so pretty, pretty quick. Two minutes and 12 seconds <laughs> last night. Uh, yeah, scored 49 against Michigan. Pretty, pretty incredible there. A career high in Iowa single game record. Uh, she literally just like did not miss uh, last night. And if uh, just to go to the box score, just for uh, the Iowa 12 and 2 in conference play, uh, Caitlin Clark in the ball game. 49 points of 16 of 31 shooting, 9 of 18 from the three-point line, added five rebounds and 13 assists in the game. Michigan was paced by Jordan Hobbs, who finished with uh, 16. And the uh, the Queens of Chrysler lose 106 to 89 to Iowa. And it's like, yeah, well, once she graduates, you're going to win that game with ease. You put up 89, you feel really good about things, but... Now when she's shooting like that. The Detroit Red Wings dropped their second consecutive game in their second straight game on their Western Conference road trip. Uh, they lost to Edmonton two games, a game 8-4. to four. Lose last night, late night game against the Canucks from Vancouver, 4-1. to one. A lot of red in the stands uh, last night in Vancouver, so that was really cool uh, to see. Police say that the shooting at the Chiefs parade appears to stem from a dispute. They had three people in custody. An adult who had been detained has been released from custody. We know that much. The two juveniles uh, that are also uh, that were also detained are currently being held in custody uh, while they work with the juvenile prosecutors to review and investigate the findings. Now, if the two juveniles are indeed the two perpetrators of the crime, uh, that should be life in prison. But I'm tough on crime. Like that—that's where you know. That's I'd I give them. I—I I would have an opt-out clause as well. Like so, if you don't want to do it, you can just opt out of uh, human life here, because you know that's uh, you know, save us save us some money on the uh, on the payment plan there. But uh, that—that's the way that I approach it. Uh, I don't think you have to be a criminal. I don't know why you're walking around uh, with a gun at a parade. 
Uh, I don't know why that uh, seems to be uh, necessary. But uh, if you do the crime, you will do the time. Uh, the Seahawks are going to let uh, quarterback Geno Smith collect his $12.7 million. It was part of a, an injury. It's a $12.7 million base salary for next season. Becomes fully guaranteed Friday, provided he's still on the roster. That money was guaranteed for the injury only at the time Smith signed his three-year $75 million deal. Last March, Smith is now assured of collecting that $12.7 million, although he isn't necessarily assured of remaining with Seattle next season. They could trade him before March 18th. Smith also has $9.6 million in a roster bonus due on March 18th, as well as a $200,000 workout bonus. The $22.5 million he's set to make in 2024 ranks 18th amongst all quarterbacks, according to uh, Spotrack.com. Now, big news coming out yesterday. It's not really news. It's a rumor that is circulating. And that's why I really haven't said too much about it today. But the rumor that is circulating is that the Detroit Lions have an offer with Amon Ra St. Brown. What's being reported on the internet is three years, $75 million, $25 million a year. Some people believe that that is too much. I, for one, do not believe that that is too much because he's made $3 million in change over the course of his three-year career thus far. So let's round that up to $4 million. So let's take $79 million, right, in total. Is 3.2, we rounded up to 4, and we added that to the reported offer of potentially three years 25 million per year people are like 75 million dollars let's go let's round it up 79 million now let's take that 79 million from the three years he's already played with the three plus million he's already made and let's take those three years and add the next three years on his contract you got Amon Ra St. Brown for 13.1 million dollars roughly it's actually a little bit less but you get my point that's when anybody talking about this extension is like, oh, it's way too much for wide receiver. Like, no, it's not. Look at the full body of work. Add in the money he's already made on his rookie contract. The fact that he's already an all-pro on his rookie contract. And let's take the sum of all of these things. And we got crazy production out of a guy making, a, making $3 million and change over the course of three years. And now we're going to pay him a large sum of money for three years. That Then we can come back. If he continues on this terror, we might be able to get him for three more years after that. We could have him for his entire career. But I like the three years here because it gives him a ton of money right here, right now. The salary cap will increase as the revenue increases. We know that. So he'll actually cost a little bit less. Sounds like there's a little bit of a discount here. I kind of like it. And I'm factoring in what he has already done from a production standpoint. And to think that you got a player of his quality at $13 million over the course of six years is pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. Uh, the Bears released veteran safety Eddie Jackson and guard Cody Whitehair. Uh, Clay Thompson came off the bench for the first time since his rookie season, scored 35 as the Golden State Warriors won 140 to 137. Clay Thompson on the bench is a huge story right now in NBA circles. Danilo Gallinari agreed to play with the Milwaukee Bucks for the rest of the season, according to his agent. Already told you about the Canucks and the Red Wings. LSU has a running back by the name of Trey Holly facing a charge of attempted second degree murder. Now, the Sheriff Dusty Gates of the Union Parish Sheriff's Office in Farmersville 
said in a phone interview that Holly turned himself in around noon and is being held on $512,000 bond. His arrest Thursday is one of three arrests tied to a February 9th shooting in which two people were shot. His career is over. Once again, societal issue. There you have it. But when it's promoted and talked about constantly, when it's shown on television constantly, it's in our music constantly, our video games constantly, like this is what you get. Alabama's Kaylin DeBoer promotes two assistants uh, from Nick Saban's staff, so they'll get some nice titles, and I'm sure a little bit of a kicker there as well. And unusual things happening. Fairleigh Dickerson was playing Long Island University, and Fairleigh Dickinson got caught in the elevator. Caused a 17-minute delay for them getting to the arena. Tiger Woods dealing with some back spasms. Shot a 72 at the Genesis Invitational. Your leader right now is Patrick Cantley at 7 under par. And we will get Ohio Barlow's buddies tonight, 9 o'clock against the Toledo Rockets. And then tomorrow at 8 on Fox, Michigan State travels to Chrysler to take on the Michigan Wolverines. It's also All-Star Weekend. We'll step aside. More X's and bros after this here on the Michigan Sports Network. It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Basketball Association. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's promo code HUGE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The Detroit Pistons had one last game prior to this weekend's All-Star break as they were on the road to take on the Phoenix Suns on Wednesday. Prior to the game even beginning, Detroit's Isaiah Stewart was in police custody for allegedly punching Drew Eubanks. Devin Booker would get ejected five minutes into the game and the Pistons still lost 116-110. to Now we all know that the there are no playoffs in sight for this team. But will someone please explain to me how it is that the head coach, Monty Williams, still can't seem to figure out the difference between what a rotational player is and what a reserve player is. It's infuriating to watch Monty go 10, 11, 12 guys deep every single night. Now for the good news. All-Star Weekend commences tonight with the Rising Stars game, All-Star Saturday night, and then the featured game between the East and West on Sunday in Indy at 8 p.m. on TNT. Save big on fuel with them perks. Earn points on your Meyer purchases in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save up to $1 off per gallon of gas at Meyer. Claim your M-Perks fuel rewards in the Meyer app and ID at the pump to save. Plus, earn points for qualifying Meyer Express purchases and look for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. 10 cents to $1 off per gallon based on points earned. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. From Traverse City to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City, you're listening to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you ride along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening. Appreciate you making us a part of your day each and every weekday morning. By the way, a familiar face returning to Ann Arbor, as it was announced, Michigan football. will hire the former linebackers coach, Brian Jean-Marie. He's returning to take on his uh, former position, as well as coordinate the run defense, according to 24-7. Now, the 48-year-old did coach this uh, same unit, in 2020, under Jim Harbaugh, Sharon Moore was in his final year as the tight ends coach at the time before he went to Tennessee, where he's been the linebackers coach for the last three years. He is the fourth linebackers coach for Michigan in the last 14 months. Remember, George Hilo, who was not retained. Chris Partridge, who was let go in November after uh, 
He did not follow a university directive not to discuss an ongoing NCAA investigation. His replacement was Rick Minter, the father of former D.C. Jesse Minter, who now works under Harbaugh for the L.A. Chargers as a defensive analyst. And uh, the former linebacker at App State, Jean-Marie has 24 years of coaching experience. And you may remember him uh, when uh, you know his first two defensive hires were from the NFL, D coordinator Wink Martindale, Don Martindale, but they call him Wink, from the Giants defensive backs coach. Uh, Steven Adagoke out of the uh, Houston Texans, who also has ties to the program. There was some, some chatter there, too, about what was going to happen with the D- defensive backs coach and you know Houston calling him back saying no don't leave so you have Mike Elston who left on the D line still have to fill that role but the defensive staff kind of coming together Jean Marie was hired by Tennessee in 2021 and said this about the Michigan crowd I think the University of Michigan crowd which is a good crowd and I'm not going to say it's a bad crowd but it's more of a tennis crowd we have more of a gladiator stadium crowd at the University of Tennessee and people were upset about that, and it's like, I mean, when you got people yelling at you to sit down in front, I mean, what did you expect? Uh, you know, what did you expect people to to think? But uh, he's back. Hopefully, it will all go uh, all go swimmingly, all go smoothly as Sharon Moore continues uh, to build his staff and get things all squared away for what's next, and then you know, trying to trying to coach in this uh, in this realm is uh, is never going to be easy. Is never going to get easy. All right. I I also wanted to get to. We had a couple of really nice emails that were sent. Um, you know, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's the time right now. I I, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of want to read them because it felt good to actually get people that you know decided that they wanted to um, you know take the time uh, to send me something, which was nice. Uh, but this one came in from Steve. Said I'm on the west side of the state. Listen regularly on my way into work in the morning. I want to tell you how much how much I appreciate your show and perspective. Barely survived the trip in today with the slush and snow that we're getting, but I want to thank you for your comments related to God and faith. I'm a 60 year old something and have seen the challenges and the progressive move towards a self centered society. It's the nature of man, so it's always been there. It's just more visible with the tools at our disposal, which I thought was a really good comment. Um, not a gun owner. Don't have a problem with those who have them. I do believe we can con- control guns at this point is naive. Those who want to secure uh, will, regardless of the law. I do agree that penalties need to be balanced and that we should not knee-jerk one way or the other for obvious reasons. While I appreciate uh, the messages this morning. I'm not convinced that a man as a whole has the ability to be good without some standard or point of reference. God provides that. Otherwise, man becomes a God unto himself. We got real deep and philosophical here. And all bets, even the legal ones, are off. There will always be people that will behave in a good way. I would agree. But what's the basis of that? Perhaps upbringing or religious faith or uh, the right influences. At the end of the day, even good people do selfish things. Not to the degree of what happened in KC, but simple things like being totally unaware or and self-focused uh take highway driving for instance yeah i saw some nasty road rage on my way home last night uh, while faith in god will not always change that behavior it does provide something to reflect against we have lost a lot of that as a country but not everywhere which gives me hope i do wish more of our athletes especially at the pro level would understand the impact that they have in that regard they are so influential uh, but they are being told that they are gods as well so unless they are really grounded it's a struggle for them I'm a graduate of the University of Michigan, 
And I know how hard it was for me 40-odd years ago to be a person of faith that was consist, uh, constantly challenged and it sometimes ridiculed, all which make you stronger, right? It does. Anyways, I know I've rambled on a bit here, but I wanted to tell you how proud I am of you to speak to something, uh, to, some, to a sometimes taboo topic. Keep up the good work and go blue. Uh, I really appreciated that email. It was a long one from Steve, but I think the thing that really sticks out to me was at the ending, like a taboo topic. Like, why is that a taboo topic? But it is. He's right. He's right. You know, the minute you, the minute you mention uh, a, a strong conviction and faith, the minute everybody gets uh, everybody gets worked up, and and that's a, it's not a how holy art thou thing either. Trust me, people. I have my fair share of issues. Right. It's it's really not that. But, you know, when discussing the idea that it takes a village to raise a child, and even if you didn't want to go the faith-based route, we have become such an individualistic society that where is our village? Where is our community? I got to, I got to talk to Coach Shane Fairfield last night. He is the Muskegon High School head coach, and he won the NFL National Coach of the Year. So they took him out to the Pro Bowl. They took him out to the Super Bowl. His story is just incredible. Just incredible. And when he was when we were talking about it, he, he mentioned he didn't want his guys there in Muskegon. He didn't want his guys to be known as a number. He wanted them to be known as a name. Because he said, you know, a lot of times you're out there on the football field Friday nights like, oh, at 58, man, he's great. But no, no, we want 58 to be out in the community. We want them to know. I'll just use the name uh, Tom, for example. You know, we want them to know Tom. You know, we want we want our kids to be out in the community. We want them to be around in local businesses. So when you see Tom, you know that that's Tom and not just number 58. You know who's under that helmet, how much that means to him. And he talked about growing up, um, you know, in a home without a father and how football was kind of the father to him and how he feels that responsibility as a coach. And it really does. I mean, it takes a village to raise a child. Like there are there are a lot of socioeconomical uh, impacts uh, that you know have a direct relation to you know people's behavior, but at the end of the day, you know I really do feel in my heart of hearts that there is a um, you know as you erode away our society and we do become more individualistic. We want what we want. We wanted it five minutes ago, and if we can't have our way, we throw a fit. You know we don't understand anymore uh, the process. Kirk Herbstreit was talking about being in the NCAA video game that's coming out. And there's a big stink about that because what about the players getting paid? And Kirk Herbstreit said, I was just happy to be in a video game. We've lost that. We've lost that. I'm really just happy for this opportunity. And it's sad. It's sad. We, we have lost that element in our society where, you know, I, I use college sports, for example, but, you know, as, as a person that had, what, eight internships in college, I never got paid for any of them. I was just happy to be there. Because I could put, you know, my experience and I was going to go in there and try my best and, you know, do anything that I could do and work a job in between. And I was going to go there and I was going to meet people and I was going to network and I was going to be able to put that logo on my resume that was going to take me to new heights. Right. But I was just happy to be there. All in all. Uh, Howard Chen, who works for the NBA, we like we still talk regularly. He was the sports director at Fox 36 when I was an intern there and. Uh, they it was, you know, they were, it was the Peyton Manning cut that meat, cut that meat when he was slicing at the deli. They always used to say that because of my job at the family grocery store. They used to call me the PTB, the part-time butcher. 
uh, Brad Fanning's in Kansas City now, and uh, you know, working, uh, you know, the Think Sports Radio there, and Adam Meyer still doing TV direction in Ohio. So it's you know, it's it was about the connections, right? It's, it's what led me to my newest position, internship. Just happy to be there. Uh, Tom wrote an email. Tom and Gr said, Anthony, your segment on a faithless society is so on point. You have our respect and appreciation for expressing your honest opinion. Sports knowledge is. You know, pretty darn good, too, he said. Continued success, Tom. I love you, Tom. Thank you for that. Um, it is a, it, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. But as you re- continue to remove faith, when you continue to uh, remove communal relationships, uh, you are, I mean, succinctly eroding society from the inside. That's what you're doing. But don't worry. We have a brand new Oculus. We can get on virtual reality and put a headset on. Okay. We'll step aside. We'll talk basketball. Corey Woods, M Live, next year. X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Imagine this winning big at Soaring Eagle. Escape the chills and chase thrills this February with a winter escape giveaway. Every Saturday, play for the chance to win a share of $128,000 in premium play and prizes from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Then at 11 p.m., two lucky Access Club members will escape the winter blues with a $10,000 travel voucher. It's the winter escape giveaway only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerkPerks.com, member FDIC. This is X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. That's Ben Glaze and Ryan Elke. I am Anthony Bellino. Join us on the horn right now covering both the Pistons and the Lions over at M Live. Our good man, Corey Woods. Find him on Twitter or X, whatever the hell you call it, at Corey E. Woods. Corey, my man, good morning to you. Rise and shine, partner. How are you? How's life? How are things? Everything is good on this end as well, except for the Pistons record. Uh, we, we will get into that. But first, I got I to gotta ask you, have you heard, is there any real traction to this story about Amon Ross St. Brown with three years at $25 million per year? Is, is this a report that's just floating around the Internet, or, or do you think there's actually something behind this? I haven't heard anything about that from any tangible source. So... Um, I'll just guess right now I would just say take that with a grain of salt. It's I'm not gonna say it's not true, it's just that I have not heard it from any of my back channels. 
And when Corey says a grain of salt, I'm talking salt bay. I need the whole hand. I need the I need the good form up there. We're salting that baby. That's what we need. Okay, because at three years, twenty five million a year, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that no, at no, all. That would be a, for his production. That would be a great number. That would be a great number. And what I did was some really like um, bass backwards math. You see what I did there. And what I did was I took his three years in his career earnings to this point plus his production and, and then added that to the three-year potential rumored extension, combined all the money and said, look, six years at roughly $13 million a year for this guy. Are you kidding me? I'd take that all day, seven days a week. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Now, let's get to this uh, break. The, the big news that happened in Phoenix. I like the headline, Beef Stew Behind Bars. What do we know? <laughs> what actually happened with Isaiah Stewart and Drew Eubanks? Well, from everything that I've been hearing, you know, from all the reports that are out there, I guess uh, two hours before a tip, couple hours before tip off at the Footprint Center in Phoenix where the Suns play, somehow Isaiah Stewart and um, Eubanks got chest-to-chest in the back tunnel area, and it resulted in, from Eubanks' account, it resulted in Isaiah Stewart sucker-punching him and drawing a little bit of blood. Apparently, he, he said that it wasn't a, uh, wasn't a, it was a soft punch, and I guess we're gonna, there's video evidence that, uh, that proves it. I'm, I'm pretty sure at some point somebody's going to leak that video. I'm going to need it. If we saw Draymond Green punch a teammate in practice, we absolutely need to see. And here's my thing. If you're Drew Eubanks, when you see Raging Bull Beef Stew chasing after LeBron James going rogue, running around the arena, like it, it seems like he's the last person that's one of those, oh, hold me back kind of guys. Like he's actually about that action, boss. Like it seems to me that's not the guy you kind of want to, you know, go chest to chest with. Oh, absolutely. I mean, even on top of that uh, LeBron James incident, there was an incident where him and uh, Draymond Green got chest-to-chest in the game. And, you know, you ever played Mortal Kombat? It was like he did the get-over-here scorpion to to Draymond Green. And then I I don't know how much you follow Gilbert Arenas, but Gilbert Arenas told a story about where he was about to run away from from, from, uh, Isaiah Stewart over some things that he said about him. So he's, he's, um, he's built a reputation as a guy that, other players do not want to bleep with. And you know what? Thank you for bleeping that, by the way. That's good. I don't know what kind of equipment you got over there, but that was solid. Now, the... I like what Isaiah Stewart can add to this team, and I think that we we have seen that he is a high energy guy. I don't know what this idea was that they were going to turn him into some like prolific three point shooting stretch four. I don't know if those attempts need to be more than four a game, but it's not like you're going to put a cap if the guy's feeling it and shooting it, and he's you know short corner extended. You know, however the lineup is at that moment, I think he really adds value to this team, and I think that with this contract, they saw the same. However. For me, the biggest question I've had for Monty Williams is that when you draft the Sar Thompson from day one, and I tweet about this every single game, Jaden Ivey, Cade Cunningham, Asar Thompson, Jalen Duran, and then if you wanted to play bogey, great. If you wanted to bring bogey off the bench, that was fine. If you wanted to play beef stew there, that's okay. Now it's Simone Fontecchio, my guy. They had to go to my motherland to find somebody to fill it up a little bit. We'll get to him a little bit later on. But I, I really think that beef stew, you play those core four, and you get them all 30 minutes a night, and then beef stew is that high-energy sort of like glue guy, if you will, that comes off the bench in a support role that gives you 20 a night. For me on the outside, that looks like that's the role that he should be worked into. Absolutely. I think the stretch four experiment with Isaiah Stewart, just let's just be real, it has not worked 
to the way that they thought. I believe that Isaiah Stewart is best when he's playing, just to say, no more than 15 feet away from the basket. He's a bully ball kind of guy. He's able to go down in the post, boxes and elbows, you know, get his, get his low post game going on. I don't really like, I don't think that the trying to convert him to the stretch for has been ideal. I think having him somewhere, maybe in a backup reserve role, that would be the best fit for him, especially with the way that Monty Williams rosters are built. They, Monty Williams teams are big on three-point shooting, and I believe that's also why they've the, the Pistons value three-point shooting at the deadline and got some guys out of there that wasn't producing. But, yeah, I think a backup center role to, uh, to Durant, that would probably be uh, a more ideal role for Isaiah Stewart moving forward. And I think you're, you're going to see that just off of the way that they're playing right now. If you see the way they're getting up and down the court and the way the offense is flowing, they haven't been able to close out games, but you're starting to see promise of uh, what a Monty Williams um, team looks like. You know, hey, Corey, if we go back like a month ago, Danilo Gallinari and, and Mike Muscala uh, were brought in from Washington. Gallinari since waived. Now he's going to be with Milwaukee, according to the reports this morning, in exchange for uh, Marvin Bagley III and Isaiah Livers and two second-round draft picks. The second-round picks I'm not too bent out of shape about because we get like one. I haven't gone in and done the research, but I don't know how many second-round picks become all-stars, and I don't know what the percentage of that uh, become Hall of Favors. Obviously, Nikola Jokic being drafted during a Taco Bell commercial is the one thing that we can point to and say hey wait a minute now there's a second rounder that's a hall of famer not to say that they're not valuable but they're more or less just pieces you package together to kind of move around right they're just an an asset to have when that move was made it seemed like it kind of i don't know opened some things up for this team and then they went out and got malachi flynn quentin grimes ryan archie diacono who was waived evan fournier and some considerations from new york for boyan and for alec burks now i didn't think i thought that they should have probably been able to get that first back but you know boyan's age okay they didn't do it when you looked at those deals sure there wasn't a name in there that was going to change the landscape of the nba and wow the pistons are an immediate player but what did you make of those particular moves on the surface of all the moves that they made, I actually wrote an article about it on M Live. I gave the moves um, a C minus, the overall picture. I, I felt that for Burks and Bogdanovich, you're you're only going to be able to get so much because, to your point, it's not only the fact that um, Bogey's getting up there in age. Bogey's coming off of some leg injuries, and him being him being on the, on the other side of thirty and having leg injuries, I believe that value was just going to start to dip a little bit more, and you actually heard Troy Weaver say during the press conference a week ago, and it was a shocking admission to me, that he said they they, they could have had more for those pairs at last year's deadline, so I think that was a, a misstep there, but with the way that Bogey's aging, Burks is having a little bit of a down year, was kind of one of those get-what-you-can-get type deals, and they were able to get a get a guy in Fournier who hasn't, hasn't really been playing, well, he hasn't really, he's only up until he got here, he only played three games this season. They got a guy who they've been targeting for a while, according to him, that can provide some three-point shooting. Quentin Grimes is a sneaky good asset. I'm just curious on how they plan to use him once he finally takes the, you know, gets out there for them. And the Fontecchio one, um, I know we didn't really get to totally that one, but the Fontecchio one, I think that's going to be the sneaky good one because we're talking about what they're going to be moving forward. This guy is kind of like they have him on a deal next year, but it's going to be really minimal. They're going to try to get him into a longer deal, but it's real, a real minimum deal as far as like 
how much you would have to pay him. And if he can come out there and get you like about 12, 15 points a night as a starter off the bench, that would be a solid move. So I think the deals that they made in totality, they were good. They were, they were, they were solid. You got Shake Milton. I wonder what they're going to do with him moving forward. But then you also got a guy like Troy Brown Jr. has been a couple of places, and he's also proven that he can be a solid uh, 3 and D wing off the bench. So overall, it's, they, they got some – they got three – Good pieces, but the the overall trade package of it, it was like it was meh. Yeah, and the Fontecchio one is the one that jumped off the page to me because it's like, okay, here's a guy that they can envision who is younger than Bogey, a little bit longer, a little bit more athletic, can defend a little bit better, doesn't maybe shoot it as well or create off the dribble as well as Bogey, but it's it's a guy that can get there. And he still, even though he's played 11 professional seasons overseas before coming to the NBA, He's a guy that can make an immediate impact and, and really a threat. He can put it on the deck a little bit, too. He could, he could take it to the rack yeah. from time to time and, and get up. So that one for me is like, okay, there's the guy that you're going to put in with the core four. Now, Corey, how do we get Monty Williams to play that core four 30 minutes a night? Why are we – why what in the CYO is happening here with the playing time, and why does everybody have to get at least 12 minutes a game? What is going on with this rotation? I just assume that with the way their record is, they're just trying to try people out and see what they have, you know, moving forward. I guess you can say it's like a tryout at this point, but I honestly don't know because you would, to to, to your point, you think that they would just have an established set five and just roll out with that and not, and then, you know, have their set, you know, benches. I would say like maybe go like, at most nine deep, you could probably I think ten could be pushing it. But the way they're just giving everybody a little bit of minutes, it just doesn't make sense. I think you need to go ahead and just solidify, shore up their rotation just a little bit more, and just see what you have because some of those they already know some of those guys are not going to come back. And for me, Corey Woods, the the before this most recent Suns Lakers Clippers, which that's that's what we expect. Like even if this team was playing really good basketball, if you lost those three games in a row, like we get it. You get the claw and Paul George and Russell Westbrook, and then you get LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I'm sure some people have heard of them. And then you run into Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, which luckily for us, Devin Booker only played five minutes in the game because NBA refs have gone completely overboard. You should have probably won that game. But before that, they were four and four over the stretch of an eight game span, and I felt and I still do feel pretty good about I know this is weird but I feel good about watching Pistons basketball if they would like you said just shore up that rotation give us some structure here because I think everybody plays a little bit better when their roles are defined and they know exactly kind of what to expect on a night-to-night basis like I'm excited to watch Pistons basketball maybe I'm a weirdo but at least that is kind of where I'm at they probably won't set the record for futility here as they already have eight wins. They only need two more to not yeah. worry about that, that nine win season. That is an absolute catastrophe. But what, you know, as we hit the all-star break, what are you looking forward to the most when they return? What is something that you would tell Pistons fans like, Hey, here's a reason to go watch. I think the reason to go watch this Pistons team right now is Jaden Ivy. I believe that, over these past uh, 20 some odd games, you're starting to see a guy that is really evolving. At the beginning of the season, there were a lot of question marks on how Monty Williams was using him because, I mean, you had Killian Hayes, who has since been waived, 
starting in front of this guy. And you, you saw the talent with Ivy last year. He was on the NBA All-Second Rookie Team. So you're wondering how, and, and now this guy is in back-to-back rising star games for the All-Star Weekend. So you're wondering, how is this guy coming off the bench? And I will give Monty Williams credit in this regard for the benching. He said that he was not going to leave guys out there just to continuously make mistakes. He, that, that's not what he believed. He didn't believe you learn just by continuously making mistakes on the floor without getting, I would guess you could say, penalized for it. And over which, what you've seen in these last let's say 15, 17 games from Ivy, even just over the course of the season, he's now playing better on both ends of the floor. He wasn't, as, he wasn't defensively where Jaden Ivy started to where he is now totally different player. His shot selection is different. He's playing as a more composed. Um, he's playing a lot more composed. And also, I, we, we, when they had an organizational meeting with Troy Weaver, now you're starting to see Ivy with the ball in his hands a lot more being a, being a playmaker. So I believe he's going to be a guy to watch moving forward because this, grant, granted, Cade Cunningham is going to be the, the, the franchise player. He's had some leg injuries, and he hasn't really been able to get to his real full self. And you're seeing... Ivy step up lately and become a on-court go-to guy for this team. So, Pistons fans, I believe he's the guy to kind of look at. Wait, are we going to get a long-form feature piece between Corey Woods and Jaden Ivy? Because I would read the hell out of that. I would click that link so fast. Oh, I'd hammer that link from all my devices, Corey. I think that's a great idea. Jaden Ivy, and I say this all the time about him. The first time I saw him play, Purdue was coming to Michigan. He's out there on the court, and it's like Purdue's got to find a way to get that everybody else the hell out of the way and just let this guy do it because that's a professional player. Like his athleticism is next level. Like Russell Westbrook's sort of like bounce in athleticism, but with more developed shooting. Like that guy, he's got it all, and I just want to see him out there on the court. You mentioned Cade, so let's get to that pairing next. There seems to be a little bit of chatter uh, from people on the interwebs that want to know. You know, can you have one or does it have to be one or the other or what do you do? And I just to me, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It's like you have them get on a conference call with Isaiah and Joe D and you have them get on a conference call with Rip Hamilton and Chauncey and just have them talk about it like those two can absolutely coexist together. Right. Absolutely. I believe they can. I believe just the thing that's going to really need for them to work together is just get more time together. I mean, they haven't. This is good. This, they haven't really had time together. That was the, one of the one things before we saw Killian Hayes start. That was the one thing everybody was looking forward to, a healthy Cade Cunningham playing side-by-side side with Jaden Ivey because they were robbed of that last season. Cade only played 12 games because he had to get the season in his shin surgery. So if you get them some real time together with Cade being healthy, then you'll be able to see whether they can sink or swim as a duo. Right now we're just seeing small sample sizes because there was inconsistency with the rotation. And I believe they can coexist together. I just think it's going to take some time. Um, They both professed at the end of season meetings last year a desire to want to play together. And you even see little moments on the court where Jaden Ivey is going crazy Cade Cunningham is right there being his biggest cheerleader. So there's there's a relationship there between those two that is, is something you can build upon. It's just maybe, like you said, maybe they do need to get on the horn with a Joe D and a and a um and, a, and a Isaiah. Maybe not Joe D now because he's the pre you know the president of basketball ops for the whole for the whole league. But maybe they can call or you know maybe they can kind of on the low call up Chauncey and Rip. You know <laughs> figure something out. But I believe they can coexist. 
He is Corey Woods. You can find him on Twitter at Corey E. Woods. Find his work at MLive. Read him there covering the Pistons and the Lions. Boy, what a drastic change of his scenery it is to go from a Lions playoff run to playoff wins. The city's never been crazier and then go right into an eight win. I mean, the fact that the Lions have more wins than the Pistons. I mean, what a what a, what a transition for you, my friend. But we appreciate your work and appreciate your time this morning, partner. Thank you. Man, thanks again, as always. And uh, much blessings and success to you. Thank you very much. There he is. That's uh, that's Corey Woods, man. Find him on find him on the internet and uh, and read his work as the Pistons lose three consecutive going into the All Star break. And as I mentioned, even if they had been at five hundred this year, Suns, Lakers, Clippers in a three game span, that ain't gonna be easy. Uh, that is all for us here this morning. Very very busy uh, weekend. We've got the celebrity and rising star games uh, tonight for NBA All Star weekend skills challenge, three point shootout, dunk competition. All of that is tomorrow night, followed by All Star. Sunday, which will be a lot of fun as well. Tonight on the College Hardwood, our uh, Barlow's buddies, the Ohio Bobcats, travel to Toledo to take on the Rockets. ESPNU at 9 o'clock for that game. And then, of course, tomorrow, the big one, 8 o'clock on Fox. Michigan, Michigan State, Spartans, Wolverines, 8 p.m. on Fox. Uh, watch the game. Give me a full review of whatever you think. Evaluate my work. And hey, at the end of the day, we appreciate you joining us today and all week long. We will see you Monday. Same time, same place, right here on X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Urban U. They are Michigan's preferred med spa. Three locations in the West Michigan area, and you'll find an Urban U in Northville. Online, you can see all their skin services they offer at theurbanu.com. So the prepping season is here for the guests to come into Urban U. And if you're thinking about it, you can take care of everything during the winter from cool sculpting, laser hair removal, skin rejuvenation, and skin vibe for skin health. Now, these services are done in multiple sessions and winter is the perfect time to start so guests can see visible results by the time they get to spring break vacations and even the summer find out more at theurbanu.com that is theurbanu.com the prepping season is underway and it's time to think about your skin health as you get ready for that trip that spring break or the summer find out more at theurbanu.com hi i'm lauren and i work for meyer people ask why do i shop there it's because i get everything in one stop like this week's hottest deals on Fresh from Meyer family pack chicken drumsticks for 99 cents per pound and blackberries for 99 cents. Plus, I can save even more with M Perks when I shop in-store, online, and with every qualifying prescription filled at the Meyer Pharmacy. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. 
They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here. AB's doing a heck of a job, and I'm ready to drop some huge opinions about what he's talking about later today at 3 on the Michigan Sports Network.